I am Alex Rudnika and you're listening to the Unchained Mind podcast. Episode number five, six mistakes in goal setting that keep you stuck. Fix them to smash your 2024. As an entrepreneur, your mind is your most valuable asset. And yet, 99% of entrepreneurs have no idea how to make their mind work for them rather than against them. As a former perpetual failure who struggled with crippling self-doubt, procrastination, and countless limiting beliefs, I made it my mission to figure out how to finally get out of my own way. And I'm very glad to tell you, I did figure it out. And what I learned was that all of the answers were inside of my own powerful mind. So fast forward a few years, thousands of client coaching hours under my belt, and here I am sharing my best tried and tested mindset strategies to help entrepreneurs just like you get out of your own way so that you can finally turn your vision into reality. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting your journey, this podcast is your go-to resource for subconscious reprogramming, conscious manifestation, learning how to shatter your self-created limitations, and all things mindset and inner work. Because my friends, it's time we turn your mind into your most valuable business asset. Let's go. Have you ever written down the same goal two years in a row? How about three or four or even five years in a row? Every year you tell yourself that this year you will absolutely achieve this goal and then Yet another year passes and the goal is still just a goal rather than your reality. And you are more frustrated with yourself for not achieving it. If you're nodding your head while listening to this, hey, there is nothing wrong with you and what you want can be yours. However, you most likely are making some of the mistakes I will be talking about today, even without realizing it. And those mistakes will keep you stuck. So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because this episode is for you. And no, don't worry, if you think that I will just have a rough talk with you and just tell you that you get get over yourself and take massive action, I won't do that. I actually prepared some fresh, powerful perspectives for you that A, will help you understand why this has been happening for you, and B, how to walk with yourself to untangle all of this and finally move forward. I'm recording this in December 2024. However, if you happen to be listening to this in, I don't know, 2026, for example, it doesn't really matter. I will be sharing timeless wisdom and mindset strategies that never go out of date. You can have what you want no matter how many times you failed before. It's just a matter of slowing down to understand what is actually happening in your given situation. But listen, before we move any further, I need you to promise me something, okay? If you hear something that makes you think, oh, Alex, I know this already. Hit me with something I don't already know. Hmm. I want you to promise me that you will listen to it and actually slow down to ask yourself, have you been doing this? Your mind will want to brush it off and it will tell you, oh, this is just some basic stuff. I already know this. Listen, own your crazy monkey mind today and make it listen, okay? Do we have a deal? Fantastic. And I'm pretty sure that there will be also some things that you haven't heard before too. So grab your notebook and let's get started. Mistake number one, a lack of clear vision. 
You should never even think about your goals unless you are clear about your vision first. Your goals should always, always, always come from your vision. There is nothing worse than pursuing just some goals only because you have been pursuing them for the last few years, but you didn't create your overall vision first. You might end up building a business that you hate or worse, you might end up going after some vanity goals just because you see everyone else going after those goals and you think that this is what you should be going after too. If you don't create your own vision, you will become a part of someone else's vision. So let's look at how lack of clear vision might be showing up for you. This is how you can run everything that I'm about to tell you, run this in your head and and, and keep asking yourself, okay, does this Does it show up for me? Is this present in my experience? Number one, chasing money. And again, in the beginning, this can drive you very well, especially if your starting point is from a lower standard of living. But once you elevate your standard of living to where you want it to be, what's next? What's your vision now? Money can only drive you up to a certain point. After this, you're going to have to redefine your vision. Next thing, a lack of long-term strategy. So you're taking some actions just to move forward, but where exactly are you going? Do you know that? The next one is directionless decision-making. So this is where you keep going in circles and you just create kind of like more confusion in your business and without a clear vision, you will be sucked into the projects that will take you in the wrong direction as you won't be clear as to what gets a yes or a no in your business. And You don't know what gets a yes or no because you don't have a clear vision. And the next way that it can be showing up for you is difficulty in prioritizing tasks. So again, this is very similar to the previous one. If you don't know your number one thing, you won't achieve it. And you will end up diluting your attention and getting distracted with tasks that shouldn't be given any of your time at all. So how do you fix this one? Take time out of your business. Personally, the way I like to do this is to open up to receiving guidance. I give myself some space, a few days or even over a course of a week or few weeks where I just spend a few minutes you know, every day just asking for guidance as I know that when I ask for clarity, I, I, I will eventually re- receive it. I think about the things that I have cr- created so far, what aspects of it make the biggest impact and Then I ask to receive clarity on my next steps and on my bigger vision. I I say something like, you know, I'm I'm ready to receive my bigger vision. I'm, I'm ready for the clarity. For me, it's very important that my business fits around my life, for example. So I will think about my lifestyle, the lifestyle that I want to create for myself and for my family first. And then I will plan the business vision around how I want to work. Another way to do this um, is to get a coach, right? To guide you through this process. Coaching is fantastic as it creates space for you to just be. And guys, ideas need breathing space. When you're constantly busy in your business, going from one task to the other task, your mind can't relax enough to receive guidance from the right space. So when you finally give your mind some space to explore this, Sometimes your vision needs more space to crystallize over a few sessions. You discover some aspects of it and then you go away and you digest it, you reflect on it, then come back and then you get some more clarity. Whatever you do, get your vision first before you even set your goals. Promise me this, okay? Mistake number two, 
a lack of clear why behind your vision. If your why is strong enough, you can bear almost anyhow. Hmm. And this is why it's crucial that you are clear on your why. And when I mean clear, I mean that your heart feels it. Friends, your why has got to be important to you and only you can decide what that is for you. In the beginning, when you're working to improve your day-to-day or to make more money to move to a better place, for example, it's actually slightly easier to be connected with, with your why. At this stage, your needs are more selfish, which is totally healthy and natural, obviously. You need to take care of your basic needs first before you can even begin to see what your bigger vision and why could be. However, at this stage where you already run a six-figure or multiple six-figure business, though, Sometimes entrepreneurs lose their fire because of that reason. All of the previous battles have been won. All of the previous struggles have been solved. And then they find themselves in this sort of like grayish area where they show up and kind of just move through the motions. But they lose their spark. They lose their fire. And sometimes you need to get into this space for some time so you can realize that something's off. It shouldn't feel like that. Something's missing. And this is when you understand, oh, okay, I get it. I need to rediscover what my why is, and right? And your why will change as your business evolve. When your why is renewed, it will light that spark in your heart again, where you want to work. Your curiosity about your industry and your business will be renewed. So if this one resonates with you, perhaps it's time to get clay on your why again. And If you listen to this and you're like, you're still kind of not sure, let's have a look at some ways that lack of clear why might show up for you. Very, very similar to the previous one. So it may show up as low motivation to do the work, inconsistent effort, feeling overwhelmed, struggling to make decisions, burnout and exhaustion, right? So how to fix this? Same process as with your vision. Those two aspects flow into each other. They blend into each other. Once you know your vision, think about why it's important to you. Your vision will flow from your why and then from what is most important to you. And so they feed each other, they coexist. For me, for example, my why behind me teaching mindset is that I wholeheartedly believe that your mind is the absolute key to getting everything you want out of life. And the majority of people have never been taught how to use their mind to their advantage as the tool to achieving their goals, rather than being victim to their mind and being used by their mind. And and so my business is all about giving you, the entrepreneur, the power back into your hands so you know how to use your own mind to create your own reality. That's my skill set. That's my chosen craft. So again, create a meditative space, a calm space, a quiet space in your mind where you can think about this aspect. It's better to do it in writing, I would always say, than just thinking about it in your head. You know, thinking about it is a great starting point, but eventually you want to put it down on a piece of paper because it allows you to really investigate and and digest it and really get clear on this. And if you don't want to do it on your own, totally fine. Just get yourself a coach, someone to guide you through this process. Mistake number three, lack of self-knowledge. Oof, we are now getting into the juicy stuff. So 
This is probably something that majority of people don't realize, right? The reason why you keep repeating the same goals again and again and again is because you never stop to actually think, hold on a second, what's actually going on? This is how you can recognize if lack of self-knowledge may be something that you need to work on, okay? This is how it may show up for you. Number one, definitely not achieving your goals year after year. This is a clear sign that you don't know yourself and you don't know how your mind functions. Beating yourself up rather than getting curious. So if you're constantly like, oh my gosh, oh why am I so bad? Why can't I make myself do this? Or I failed again? Or you're so bad showing up again, right? You are just keep doing exactly the same thing. You just feel bad about yourself, but you never investigate what's behind that feeling. Repeating the same mistakes over and over again. This is a very clear sign that you don't know yourself. And listen, I say this with love, but I have to say this. Until you surrender to the lesson that is yours to learn, you will continue to get slapped in the face again and again until forever fades away. And the only way out of this madness is to finally face yourself and get to know yourself. All of those behaviors, beating yourself up, feeling guilty and bad about yourself, all of this is just surface level. It has zero, zero value to help you getting what you want. You keep doing this because there is a part of you that believes that if you guilt yourself enough, then perhaps you will eventually change. But let me ask you this. Did you nod your head to say that you keep rewriting the same goals every year? Yeah? Then it's time to understand that feeling terrible about yourself just isn't the effective strategy to get yourself to finally achieve your goals. So you might as well do something different. So how do you fix this? Get familiar with your enemies. How do you get in your own way? Look at every area where you are not achieving the the results that you want and analyze it. Ask yourself some difficult questions. If you don't know why things aren't working, you, you cannot move forward. If you are still stuck in a pointless cycle of beating yourself up, you are not learning the lessons and you are not improving. And it's a big paradox that actually it is the beating yourself up that keeps you stuck. The key to unlocking your progress is understanding yourself and you can't understand yourself as long as you keep beating yourself up because it doesn't allow you to see what's underneath it, right? And it is never about being lazy or procrastinating or all the bad habits and it is also never about your circumstances. What I know very well now from experience, not from reading a book or from you know, listening to other people. I know this from delivering over 7,000 coaching hours in one-to-one settings to clients, is that it is always about the inner environment and the inner work. Beating yourself up and the guilt tripping yourself and the feeling bad about yourself is just a symptom of something that's going on the deeper side, right? You must suspend your self-judgment and replace it with warm curiosity. And it may look something like, today I'm not going to beat myself up. Perhaps today I'm going to get curious. What is it really that's stopping me from doing this action that I know will help me? So quit the guilt trips. Get curious and study yourself instead. Mistake number four that keeps you stuck when it comes to setting your goals and repeating the same goals every single year. 
And that mistake is ignoring the subconscious mind. Oof, this is a big one. I tend to call the subconscious mind your wild horse. If you train it well, this wild, powerful horse will become obedient and it will run all of the races for you and win them for you. And if you don't know how to train it well, it will remain wild, disobedient, going in any direction that it wants to, rather to where you want it to go. And you will end up being tossed into directions you never wanted to go like a used old toy. So what's the connection between your subconscious and setting your goals? Um, only a huge one. <laughs> when the head says yes, but the heart says no, there is a disconnect and you will never win this game until you stop to do the inner work to get into alignment. You can't win with your subconscious mind. This is why you can't just willpower your way to your goals. And even if you will, right, you won't be able to keep them. Have you ever achieved a big goal only to have it slip out right out of your hands again? This is why, because willpower alone isn't the answer. So let's have a look at how lack of having your subconscious mind on board might show up for you. And those are all of those kind of like negative behaviors that will make you feel bad about yourself. So various forms of self-sabotage, going into the bad habits, not achieving your goals, even though you try again and again and again, inconsistent achievements. So you achieve it there for a little bit, but you can't maintain it, or you achieve it and then you lose it, or you achieve it and you mess something up. So it's like one step forward, two steps back. Guys, there is a reason why those things keep happening. You're not messed up or this one thing is just really perhaps not possible for me or whatever other story that you're telling yourself. It is very simple, really. If there is a contradiction in your subconscious to what you consciously say you want, for example, persistent self-doubt and questioning if what you want is possible for you is a clear sign that there is a contradicting belief in your subconscious. Another one is um, fear of failure. And this is a, a big one as well. And it's actually so big that I, I will speak about this one in more details in just a, a moment. Procrastination and resistance. When your subconscious is on board and in agreement with your goals, you will want to put in the work. You will be okay with going through rejection to get to your yeses. And although you will get some bad days just like everyone else, you will trust that what you want is possible for you and that even though right now you may not quite know how it will happen, somehow it will happen and so you take consistent action towards your goals. And so procrastination and resistance is another clear sign that your, that your subconscious mind is not on board with your goals. And one more thing when it comes to your subconscious, and I, I see this one a lot with high achievers actually, difficulty in receiving and acknowledging your own success. So feeling uncomfortable with recognition, downplaying your achievements, and there is a sweet spot between um, being humble and being down to earth. Both of those qualities I, I have a lot of respect for and I cultivate myself. But at the same time, there is a fine line that when you cross it, it kind of starts harming your progress. You do have to be confident and you do have to own your success and be proud of what you have achieved to be able to play a bigger game that you aspire to play. So how do you fix this one? Ooh, 
Shifting your identity is a fantastic way to intentionally decide who you want to be and who you need to be so that your goals become a mere byproduct of who you are. You craft an identity on purpose that is in perfect alignment with your goals. And if you are interested in identity work and you're curious about how, what that could look like for you with having me as your guide, just get in touch. Simply go to alexrudnika.com forward slash apply. I will pop that link into the show notes as well. And we can talk about your current needs when it comes to inner work and what that could look like for you specifically. Mistake number five, ignoring the value of 1% improvements. Okay. I'm going to try to stay composed with this one because this one gets me, um, how can I say this? This one gets me quite passionate. Again, speaking from experience, shifting this can absolutely transform your life beyond your wildest dreams. And yet, people resist this one completely. So many entrepreneurs don't want to respect a tiny choice they made today. A tiny choice is not enough. A tiny change is not enough. They want massive changes and they want them right now. So let's have a look at some symptoms, how ignoring the value of the 1% improvement might show up for you. Continue to ask yourself, okay, does this show up in my business, in my life? Complete disregard of taking a tiny steps towards your goals. The amount of times my clients felt terrible about being behind with the goals, but would completely refuse, and I mean refuse, to take it one tiny step today because it's not good enough. You would be shocked, sh- 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 shocked, how many high achievers struggle with this. I can really benefit from coaching into loosening up this rigid mindset because that's what it really is a sign of. It's a rigid, closed-off mind. So you can open up to the power of small steps. Next one, lack of patience. You want big results and you want them right now. But having a small one today, nope, not good enough. Next one, black and white thinking. So you either do it 100% or you don't do it at all. You either work out six days a week or you go six months with no working out at all. Guys, this is a very damaging mental lens and it comes from mass consciousness programming. The majority of us who grew up in a conventional way would develop this way of thinking because there is so much programming around in society for this way of thinking. It's all over the social media too, but it's time to unlearn this because it's so damaging to your, to your life. You see this everywhere. Christmas is coming up. Oh, you know, you might as well stop all, all of your healthy habits just for now because it's December, right? And don't worry because then you will have a dry January. But for now, just enjoy yourself. It is a very socially acceptable thing to do that too. Next one doing too much too fast. Okay, so again, this is a variation of the previous two, right? And and entrepreneurs can really get stuck here. They decide to take massive action and go, right, from today, I'm posting seven days a week on social media. And actually, actually, let's make it twice a day, seven days a week. Yeah, let's go. Only to completely burn out a few days later. And here is what I really want you to see 
I need you to see that when you do too much too fast, you eventually stop because you just weren't ready to do so much at your current level. And so you then cease taking action. I want you to reflect, how long do you then remain in inaction when that happens to you? Few days? Few weeks? Few months? I have seen people go hard for few weeks only to burnt out and give up and then stay in that space for months, three months, six months or longer until something reminds them or they can somehow pump themselves up and perhaps out of guilt again into that massive action and again the whole cycle repeats itself. They try to do so much but they haven't trained their mind to be able to cope with that so eventually they burn out and they stop taking action altogether. This rigid mindset blinds you to the fact that if you only kept consistently going for all that time at a slower pace, you would actually be much further now. Another sign of ignoring the 1% improvement is obsessing over the outcome rather than focusing on mastering the process. Again, very similar way that this is showing up. You go hard to get your goals, but when you're outcome-driven rather than process-driven, Again, you will neglect the 1% improvement and unless you achieve the goal, the big shiny goal that you wanted, you will not see or acknowledge any of the progress you made so far, which may result in ceasing taking action because you get discouraged and getting stuck for months again. And on this note, I just want to remind you just a little bit of my story because guys, this is exactly how someone so ordinary like me, born and raised in a highly dysfunctional environment, was able to go from not speaking a word of English and washing up glasses for a minimum wage to building a career in management and then starting in entrepreneurship, being a total loser. And I say this with love, I've got distance to myself, to then ultimately having people seek out my advice and becoming a mentor. There is no secret. There is just boring incremental 1% at a time growth and improvement. So how do you fix this one? Work on building yourself a fluid, flexible, adaptable mind. Your mind is your most valuable asset in your business. And so invest time to develop a way of thinking and a way of processing that is opposite to what I just described. The antidote to ignoring the 1% improvement is respecting and honoring and absolutely seeing the value of the 1% improvement. You train your mind to see the 1% improvement and you praise yourself for each tiny step towards your goals. What it does is that it trains your mind to look. Yes, deliberately look for the progress where previously you wouldn't even see it because it wasn't big enough and it wasn't exciting enough. And guys, I promise you, this works like magic for two reasons. Number one, your brain doesn't know the difference between accomplishing a small goal and a big ultimate goal. And as you keep repeating this process, your subconscious gets progressively programmed with a belief such as, I'm a person who shows up, or I'm a person who keeps promises that she or he makes to themselves, or I always achieve my goals, or I keep going, or I am a consistent and disciplined person. And as time passes, this momentum just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you become unstoppable because you can maintain it. 
This is how you make difficult things a piece of cake. So stop being so goddamn stubborn and shift how you go about your goals from now on. Fall in love with the process. Deliberately look for the evidence every day that things are working for you. Look for the wins, no matter how small. And last, but definitely not least, mistake number six, not overcoming your fear of failure. Okay, this is the last one. And it's one of those basics that you know you should be doing. But let me tell you, if you are not achieving your goals, this one is probably one of the main reasons. Let me ask you. Or actually, no, you ask yourself. When was the last time you got rejected or failed at something? When was the last time you felt embarrassed because you weren't good at something? If you can't remember any of those moments, chances are you are not working on your fear of failure. Let's have a look at this maybe showing up for you. Risk aversion. You talk yourself out of trying new things and then justify them with, oh, you know, I tried it already or Stephanie over there try this technique and it didn't work for her. Procrastination and inaction. Can you see how those things are are feeding into more than one point that we're covering today? And this one is a huge indicator of fear of failure. However, your mind can completely blind you to this. You will rarely have a conscious thought such as, hmm, Alex, I think that you really should start creating face-to-camera content because it will be great for your success. And how about you make your first video today and, you know, I know that you're scared. Of course, you will be scared of doing this and your, your first video probably will be bad, but, you know, you, you don't know how to do it, so it's okay. No, 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 no. Your mind isn't going to tell you anything like that. That would be way too clear of a communication. And your mind is a highly sophisticated machine. So your mind is more likely to tell you something like, well, Alex, I mean, I know that you wanna, you wanted to do the face-to-camera videos, but you don't have a great camera and you don't have good lighting either. So yeah, it would be nice to start making those face-to-camera videos and you will do it. You absolutely would do it when you have a better camera and, 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 and lights. Yeah, then you will absolutely get to doing them. And puff, just like that, you are pacified by your mind to stay in action. How to fix this? There is no pretty way to say this, (laughs) but you don't get to skip the steps on this journey. And just like in a video game, you need to accomplish certain tasks to be granted access to the next level in the game. My friend, failing is how to get to the next level of achieving your goals. You take an action, you fail, you reflect and iterate 1% improvement, right? You take the action again. And you repeat this process until you get what you want. This is why working with mentors can speed up your progress so much. You can do it on your own. Sure, of course you can. Or you can get a mentor to help you improve faster and zoom in on your blind spots that you can't even see yourself. Right? Embrace making mistakes and learn from them. Embrace being bad at something. Embrace the cringe. If you can do that, game over. Okay, so this is everything I had for you for today. So listen to this again, if need be, and analyze your past few months or even past few years to see if any of those patterns of behaviors show up in your goal setting, right? How you go about achieving your goals. 
If you do this, you will understand why your goals keep eluding you. Here are the six mistakes that keep you stuck in not achieving your goals again. Number one, lack of clear vision. Number two, lack of clear why. Number three, lack of self-knowledge. Number four, ignoring the subconscious mind. Number five, ignoring the value of 1% improvement. Number six, not overcoming your fear of failure. Only you know which mistakes you need to work on. You could struggle with just one of them. You could have all of them. I don't know. And it doesn't matter because as you probably know by now, they all kind of feed into each other. So even if you pick just one, it will actually help you get rid of all of the other ones as well in a way. So I hope this episode saved you well and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening.